Welcome back to Vibing with Vicky. To our newcomers and the OGs, this is your wonderful host, Vicky. If you like this episode and want to listen to more content like this, please show your support by subscribing to Vibing with Vicky on your favorite podcasting platform and follow on Instagram and Twitter under at Vibing with Vicky. Hey, Angie. Hi, Vicky. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I just wanted to reach out again back to you after hearing about your burnout episode. That really intrigued me because I feel like it's not talked as often. And as you mentioned in that episode, you want to raise awareness for it because a lot of people experience it, but they don't really talk about it. And so I want to invite you over to this podcast. And after that episode, how are you doing right now? I First of all, I want to appreciate you reaching out to me and having this episode, uh, having me joining your episode. I'm doing a little bit more better. I agree. Burnout can be very, very intense and not a lot of people kind of like know or like aware of how to address it but it's all about figuring out and knowing what you know what you what you want for yourself mentally and to kind of work around it so I'm much more better now I've been journaling a little bit more kind of taking walks since the weather is you know getting better here in New York we're finally in spring so the weather itself plays a part as well so I'm I'm doing like a little bit much better thank you for asking yeah, that's great to hear. And I'm glad that you're finding ways to overcome that because, you know, a lot of people often, they, they don't think that there's anything you can do about it. But of course, there's journaling and going out for walks, uh, which is something I also want to talk about in this episode, because those are some ways I've been dealing with burnout as well, mm-hmm. or just feelings overall during the pandemic. Yeah. But you did talk about a lot of things where burnout can take a toll in your mm-hmm. life especially for someone like you who works full-time and goes to school full-time. Mm-hmm. I I have had the same experience in the past when I was attending school in person or online. Yeah. I would be I'd be in school and working as mm-hmm. well. So I definitely understand where you're coming from oh, yeah. in that situation. Oh yeah, totally. And it could go for anyone. It can be for people that are not in school, that are out of school. Burnout is a very, very intense feeling for everyone. And as I said, like the weather the season can also play a part you know we have like you know depression blues like if the weather's not really nice out and there's not much that you can do if it's very cold out and it kind of limits you from doing certain activities that can play a part in burnout as well because it's like you're doing so many things at the same time but you don't have that escape you don't have that outlet to kind of you know take that time to have self-care for yourself So it's really, really hard and it's very important to have that sense of focus and to kind of know, to put yourself first. Because, you know, at the end of the day, your body is your temple and you want to be able to take care of it. So it's super, super important for sure. So I agree totally, 100%. Yeah, I agree with you as well. The weather can definitely cause some seasonal depression. But after seeing brighter days in the spring right now, it kind of gives us a renewed sense of hope and you know going out for a walk at least can really help anyone even if it's like rainy spring weather or just if the sun is out that that does a lot for your mental health Mm -hmm. and I wanted to ask you like what are some of the ways 
I want to go more in depth about your journaling and just going outside. How are those things helping mm, you currently? Okay. So in terms of journaling, um, my book friend actually gifted me that book, for, that journaling book for Christmas. I'm really thankful for it. I was never a big person into writing as much, but for some reason, I always have like this sense of structure. I just kind of write how I'm feeling, how my week has been going, or like what are some things that I can do better to better myself? What are some habits? you know, bad habits that I can cut out or just figuring out specifically, just voicing how I'm feeling right then and there. And then I can always go back and refresh my mind and see like, hey, I was at a tough spot in my life and I kind of pulled myself out of it. Or hey, like this day I wasn't that good, this day I was happy. So, you know, I just, I always write down things, realistic things that, that can be done, that is achievable. Um, I would normally take the train to the city. It can be any park, it can be Central Park, take myself to an art gallery things that would kind of put my mind at ease go get a massage in Williamsburg like different things that you know that will help me to kind of feel centered and to kind of help me feel like relaxed and not stressed and upbeat because the week itself is already so long and I'm already doing so much what are some things that you do to kind of like get away from burnout and like to release stress and stuff yeah, those are those seem like fun activities to do or just relaxing things to do. Uh, and fun fact, Angie, she's from New York, so <laughs> I I'm also from a big city. I'm from Chicago, so we share a lot of similarities. Like when it comes to city life, and like yeah, it can definitely be a bit hard trying to readjust back into city life mm -hmm. because we were like so used to it before, and then the pandemic just completely cut it off mm -hmm. with the proper social distancing guides, and then. Just wearing your mask, uh, you know, it's it's all right to, you know, slowly start integrating back into society and like doing the things you used to do. But going back to myself, mm -hmm. like some of the things I like to do as well, I do have a journal as well mm -hmm. where I, I like to use it mostly at night to like debrief mm -hmm. over my day. Um, the things I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to write more in the mornings, but mm -hmm. <laughs> that doesn't happen that often. Um, <laughs> towards the end of the day, you know, when I want to just relax and have a cup of tea or a glass of wine, mm -hmm. <laughs> I like to in my journal just how I'm feeling overall. And then going outside, yeah, there's a few parks around where I live. So um, I just like to go out and mm -hmm. go for a walk and yeah, just take my mind off of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, so those are some of the ways I deal with it. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, also, for my people that are vaccinated out there, you know, if you're going to travel, you know, still wear your mask. I actually impulsively booked a trip to Mexico, so I'll be leaving in two weeks. To wow. So I'm pretty much excited for that. At that break, I need that time for myself just to kind of like recharge. And I also got mm -hmm. vaccinated as well, so I'm just I'm just prepping for that. So if you have to take a trip, take a trip safely and just you know, these stress detached away from the phone and kind of just refocus. That's another great way if you know if you're trying to have that sense of space to kind of relax and kind of get in touch with yourself so yeah it's another outlet congratulations on getting your vaccine um is like yeah this is just an example for other people listening you know angela and she she got her vaccine and like she's able to do lots of things now so you know everyone once you get that vaccine can integrate back into doing the things you used to do which is going to be lots of fun and i'm planning on getting mine soon i'm just trying to register for it yeah. but um, i'm so glad that you're going to finally take a vacation and i'll let you know uh some foods or some spots around Please. there because 
my family is from Mexico. So um, yeah, it'd be fun to tell you some no things. No way, uh, definitely shoot me a text. I will definitely take advantage. I just, I just really <laughs> want to, you know, bask in the moment to kind of take myself away from burnout. So, you know, that's literally what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something we, we can work on. We can all work on. It's nothing that is not normal. Everyone experiences it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, these are just some of the things we're talking about are just some of the ways to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And talking about like different places and stuff, you talk about like your Caribbean culture and how you're told to like put work mm-hmm. first and your feelings come second. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me a little bit about that and how your feelings um, are towards that? So I am I am originally from Guyana, South America, and for Caribbeans, we're all we're always known as the, the type of people to kind of like work. And if you're perceived as a person to be complaining that you're stressed or burnt out, you're perceived as being weak. My view on it, I don't agree with it. Yes, it's a part of my culture, but I always voice how I'm feel how I feel in regards to that. I just feel like in life you aren't put on earth to to work until we die i just feel like you're not like you're not live you're not work you're not living to work you're working to live that's how that's what europeans say but yeah i feel like it's very important for you to kind of separate work from like your your self-care yes you must work but at the end of the day you have to take care of yourself and as much as my culture plays a part in like working hard and resting is is not good resting is perceived as weak i always convince myself that i will never put myself in a situation of overworking myself to the point that i feel as if i can't really you know have that time to myself so it does cause a little bit of conflict but at the same time you have to do what you have to do at the end of the day and you know putting yourself first and putting your mental health first is super super important so that's just my view on it to be honest yeah exactly um you shouldn't live to work but work to live that's something that sticks out and i feel like i share the same you know sentiments towards that because of uh, my latin american culture Mm -hmm. we're also like told to like work and like mental health is not really a topic that's talked Mm -hmm. about it's just like overwork and just work because you gotta do this Mm -hmm. and that i'm glad that you know this generation we're talking more about mental health and you know feeling burnt out because maybe generations before they felt that but they never addressed it and it's important to address how you feel and you talk about if we don't address this you can kind of spiral Mm -hmm. is there any moment where like you just completely lost it and like how did you deal Um, with that so yes there there has been a moment um where it was my in my undergrad year i was working i was doing an internship for my school and i was also taking classes as well and it had reached a point where i was super super stressed and i just started crying so much like and this is another thing people think crying is a sense of weakness it really isn't so from crying does actually mm-hmm. help it really does solve yes the majority of the thing and i remember i was just crying and i was just so so stressed to the point that i couldn't even cry anymore and i'm just like angeline you know this is not you you need to write down you need to assess and know how we're going to move about and now i just have a point where if i'm about to tap out i know i have to like you know step up on on something that's why like i branch off and i do many things like i take my weekends very seriously I ensure to get all my schoolwork done during the week so the weekends are for me. Those are like my mental health day and I 
you know, I kind of just I cry from time to time. That helps as well. Normalize crying, guys. Yeah. Like it's it's okay to cry. <laughs> I always speak on exactly. That. So it's very very important to for me to not to get to that point of spiraling because spiraling is just it's so hard. I don't want to reach a point where I can't come back. So spiraling for me mm-hmm. is when I start crying and I'm super super stressed because it takes a lot out of me to cry. You know, so yeah, that's 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 my experience for me. I feel like I I share some of those feelings as well. Um, I I rarely cry only if it's like on a rom com yeah. movie or or just um, feeling super stressed. But um, that definitely doesn't that definitely does help, and it doesn't mean that you're weak mm-hmm. at all. Because I once read this quote: "It's like crying means that you're alive because that's that's how we first were yeah. brought to life, and yeah. like it's totally normal and." I, I felt the same way a few weeks ago. I just like had to take mm. a break, like for a whole week, just take off my social media and everything mm. because I I feel like I can't stop. I can't stop talking about when I got mm. COVID, but I'm bringing it yeah. up again uh, after I got COVID. I feel like I didn't take as much of a break because I just wanted to keep working because I was afraid of you know losing my job or not being back on yeah. track again. So I feel like because I didn't take a necessary like full break mm-hmm. that time just came all the way up to here where it just flared up and like like my body was like okay you need to take a break because yeah. you're just being so anxious and everything and thankfully the break mm-hmm. did help it's one of those things that sometimes it just happens your body oh, just yeah. tells you you need to take your, a break <laughs> your body definitely <laughs> tells you when something <laughs> is wrong like they're gonna say okay sister it's time for you to take a break for sure so i get it trust me <laughs> Yeah, I, whoever's listening, like, take a break because your body mm-hmm. will tell you if you don't. <laughs> so yeah, knowing when to take a break is important. Creating creating a routine, like, sometimes, like, with the journaling mm-hmm. helps. And for me, creating a nighttime routine, which I didn't have before, has really helped as well. I journal and just get a cup mm-hmm. of tea and, um, yeah, just try yeah, to chill. For sure. Uh, so it's important to focus not on all of our upcoming priorities, but yourself, putting yourself mm-hmm. before in order to, you know, fully focus and fully be present on, on the things yes, in your life. I agree. 100%. And also, most importantly, taking the time, knowing when to recharge and when to stop. Even if, like, you have to stop in that instance, it's very important for you to have that outlook for yourself. So that is what is mostly important as well. I yeah. completely agree. It's important too. have that is there anything else you would Um, like to share uh, in this episode your listeners know that it's okay to cry normalize crying most importantly number two is to take you know efficient care of yourself take care of yourself even if you have to do a mental health day you know take off the social media for the day or the week or leaving something you start something leave and then you'll take a break and come back to it you know your brain can only take so much so you know knowing and most importantly knowing when to take a break that is definitely most important or else your body will do it for you so that's just you know my message that i want to leave you know with for your listeners Wonderful, wonderful advice. Thank you so much, Angie. And Angie is going to share her social so you can follow her and subscribe and follow on her podcast as well. Thank so would you, you like to I share? Appreciate it. Um, my uh, podcast name on Spotify, it's, it's accessible to every um, streaming because that's what Anchor does. It, it streams you all over. It's Angie's Vensesh, A-N-G-I-E-S. 
v-e-n-t-s-e-s-h and that's my instagram as well feel free for to you guys to listen and thank you so much vicky for having me on your episode it was a pleasure talking to you and thank you for your support for actually listening to my podcast episodes i do listen to yours as well and i love your message thus far and thank you so much for reaching out to me Thank you so much for your words, Angie. And I look forward to continuing to support you and support each other on our podcasts. And if you're still listening, please follow both of us and share your support because uh, we're just trying to bring awareness to you and and in your your everyday life, you just need some more advice. Thank you. You have a great day. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Vibing with Vicky. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms such as Apple, Google, or Spotify. Vibing with Vicky is not responsible for providing professional advice in this podcast. Those of you who wish to do so should seek professional advice. The content included in Vibing with Vicky should not be used to make informed decisions and are merely suggestions. Information in Vibing with Vicky is obtained from third-party sources considered to be reliable and is not guaranteed to be accurate. The opinions expressed in the Vibing with Vicky podcast are those of its respective contributors and sources and do not necessarily reflect those of Vibing with Vicky. If you liked this podcast, podcast episode, please subscribe to this podcast and I hope to hear you back soon.